This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I've got a legendary L.A. icon on the show. Richie the Barber is in the building. What up? (laughs) So just my backstory of how I know of you before we even dig into the story is that I used to get my hair cut downtown. Fuck, I wish I could remember the guy's name. Maybe Pablo. Oh, yeah, you went to Pablo. Yeah. So we're at Bolt Barbers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. Downtown, because our store used to be right around the corner downtown. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's where this podcast started was uh, Fifth and Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, Fifth and Spring. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm in there, get my hair cut. And at one point, I look over, and I see a guy who looks pretty much like the way you look right now. And I thought, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know if I ever oh really dug God. that much deeper, really. But no. then one day I'm scrolling through YouTube and I see a fucking video about you. And I'm like, holy shit. What video was that? I think it was. It had almost a, th- a million views. It was like really? somebody made a profile about you for some website or something, something right? Yeah, maybe. It was like a little interview piece, well, something along those lines. And so then I was like, oh, fuck, I can get him on the podcast. I can finally figure out what this guy I've seen in the barbershop <laughs> that one time was all about. What is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. So uh, now we're here. I'm excited. Me too, man. This is this is crazy. Yeah. I watch, you know, I'm a fan. Yeah, you know? no, and because we talked about you on an episode and you posted it and you were, no, I talked about you with ICP. Yeah, and I was like, no way, is it, is it gonna be is it gonna be a thing? Is it, you know? Because okay, <laughs> I was having the conversation with ICP and I realize this is a lot of uh, backstory before we even get into you talking, but great. I'm talking to ICP and there was a moment where a fan of theirs had basically tattooed the Juggalo paint, I think just in black, on oh, his damn. face. And they asked Violent J, I believe, about it on a podcast. And he said, basically, hey, man, like, this guy's fucking bugging. Like, we didn't tattoo it on our faces. We just wear paint. This guy's kind of crazy, whatever. And then there was a whole controversy (laughs) within the Juggalo world of, you know, are they talking down upon their fan base of the Juggalos who might actually be so extreme as to tattoo that shit on their face and then i told him i'm like well i, got, I know a guy named richie the barber and he did that exact fucking thing hey now i'm here <laughs> and now we're here and we're gonna dig in oh my gosh a lot of lore do you just like are you you have the questions already memorized or are you just like going for it i just flow just bam all right cerebral <laughs> it's, a, it's a gift off the top <laughs> that's good um so okay let's start off with your uh, early life where are you from uh Huntington beach california okay and yeah. uh how old are you I'm 36. 36. I had okay. to think about that. I was like, oh, God. I'm 38. So you were Damn. born about uh, 85? Yep. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up in Huntington Beach? Uh, it's like suburbia. Like, everybody's like, you know, they don't, it's too scared to get out. 
you know, the place, you know. It's very laid back, kickback, you know, Huntington Beach, surfers, mm. skaters. That's what it was like, you know. And how were your parents? Parents are super, they're cool. I mean, they were, like, super conservative back then, but then, you know, it just, I don't know. Something happened, and they just yellow, and now they're getting tattoos and having fun and really? experiencing life, maybe because they're getting old. Wow. <laughs> That's dope. Maybe society's changing all around them, and they're I, realizing yeah. that we don't have to be so... <laughs> tightly wound right like i came downstairs and I, I saw my mom and she had a i'm a posty mom she has like post malone all over i'm like what she's like, i'm gonna get a tattoo of post malone drinking bud light i'm like what <laughs> saw yellow bitch i'm like fuck all right mom cool wow and I, i'm gonna pay for it let's be good that's amazing yeah to be dope that's definitely a good use of her elder years <laughs> just <laughs> standing the fuck out of post malone she loves him wow yeah. I guess I could see it. You're like an all-American <laughs> white person living in Huntington Beach. Post Malone probably seems like he kind of stands yeah. for like good times, light beer. Exactly. Hanging she out. Yeah, she Rocking it. a skirt, getting a bunch of weird face tattoos. I so know. not so different yeah. than you in that way. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You, you think he's going to get more or no? I think he has enough. But I, uh, I feel like he's kind of like filled the real estate unless he were to like go over a bunch of the stuff that he already has. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, was, that. that was a strange decision by him. Yeah, you don't like you don't like face tattoos all. I mean, you have one, right? Oh no, I like them. I just like it was kind of like a strange decision for him at this insane peak of his career, where he's like just so marketable and like so beloved. And then I feel like most (laughs) of the rappers that we fuck with, when you see them get a bunch of crazy face tattoos, well, no, I guess that's usually kind of like the nexus of their career as well. But I don't know. Post Malone just didn't really stand out to me as the kind of guy who was going to do that. Yeah, me too. I thought the same thing. Yeah. And then he just started going like ham with it and say, like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if he has any more plans with that. I know, right? I saw him wearing a dress the other day on the feed. <laughs> what did you think about that? I mean, whatever he wants to do. Yeah, of course. You know, I just, I, I, I get annoyed when the media starts being like, what a hero. Harry Styles, he wore a dress in a field for a photo shoot. He's a hero. He's a, he's a hero. I mean, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I'm like, why? How? Yeah, why is he a hero? Yeah. He just wore a dress in a field, and then he took it off and probably put some sweatpants back on. Yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway, so what, how would you describe uh, your parents uh, and, and your upbringing? Like, like, did you get into anything crazy? What, what was life like? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was uh, just punk rock, playing music, playing bands and stuff like that. And just, you know, obviously I freaked out when I started getting more tattoos. Because oh. back then, like, nobody really had face tattoos, like. At all. So punk rock was kind of like the primary thing that you were attracted to? Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm punk rock, I'm going to be in a band, I'm going to travel and do all this stuff, you know? What age did you get into that? Uh, I was 16, 16, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What kind of punk or like what, what bands were you in? Uh, like more like Rancid, some of that, you know, Operation Ivy, uh, like, Unseen, like, you know, the hardcore punk rock bands. What category yeah. are we putting that in? It's not like pop punk, but it's nah. more, but it is kind of positive Nah, it, you think so? They're, well, they're compared to like fucking Os Rotten and yeah, all this Oz like Rot- evil yes. shit, mean <laughs> anti-government. It's more just like, hey, we're hanging out on the streets. Yeah, yeah. we're having a good time. We're fuck shit up. Yeah, we might fuck Anarchy, shit up, but we're yeah. still just good guys. Yeah, maybe it's more on the positive side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely rancid is. And what do you think it was about punk that just sort of appealed to you? Because I mean, the, I mean, it looked fun. They're like going crazy and like you know, it's like a group of people. They're you know, like because I was like in the skate crew, so you know. They had the punk rockers there, and they're all doing that, and just the music, you know, skating and the music, and then actually playing guitar. I was like, this is fucking dope, you know? Right. Did you yeah. finish high school? 
Yeah, I did. Okay. You do good <laughs> Barely, in school? But, nah. I was clowning all the time, bro. Clowning. Really? <laughs> yeah. Were you attracted to the clown thing early on? or? Yeah, when I was a kid. Even when you were young? When I was young, yeah. Do you have early memories of clowns as like a child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw like uh, a clown at uh, the Barley Bailey's Ring the Circus. Mm-hmm. I saw that. And I just saw the fact, you know, he's doing his thing and, and doesn't care, doesn't give a fuck. So I was like, that's dope. Like a clown just clowning on everybody. Mm. You know, just having a good time, having... Having fun, so I wanted that. I wanted to, you know, have fun. But a lot of people have a good time and don't care what anyone thinks, right? There's got to be something more specific about a clown. Like the tricks, you know, the performance. What you know, I mm. love the performance aspect and like creating new things and and just the faces of people. Like, oh my god, what is he gonna do next? You know, mm. that kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you put on a, a sort of clown outfit? Did no, it happen was, as a kid. I was young, like super young. Yeah. And you would just do it and just sort of. Yeah, and entertain people. And people are like, what? Or my family's like, you can't be a clown. I'm like, I want to be a clown. And they're like, no, you can't. So I kind of put it to the side. And then when I went to L.A., I started, like, I'm loving, like, the vaudeville, the barbershop quartet, you know. Hey, okay. step right up, step right up, you know. And then doing tricks, I started juggling, doing all that. And performing, I was like, fuck, I'm a clown. So you moved yeah. to L.A. Uh, from Huntington Beach at what age? I was 23 years old. Okay. Yeah. And so this <clears> is... <throat> Is the band part of your life kind of slowing down at that point? Or? Band broke up. over, <laughs> Yeah. So just cutting hair. Right. That was what I was doing, yeah. Oh, and where'd you pick up the haircutting thing? I went to, uh, well, family. My grandpa was cutting hair. Okay. But then, you know, out of high school, they're like, you got you to gotta make money. What are you going to do? And I'm like, fuck. So I guess I, I'll go to, you know, college. My mom paid for it, Barbara College. We did that. And then... Um, yeah, just cutting hair. And you were stoked on this, or was this something that was like, okay, maybe I can like do this to sort of keep my clowning afloat? <laughs> no, I wasn't a clown back then. Oh, okay. no, I was. <laughs> Did you put the clowning to the side? Yeah, I put it okay. aside. I was trying to be business, you know. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I like I like cutting hair because I mean, it's, you know, hang out with the boys, chilling, you know, talking shit. I mean, it's it's great. Like you know, it's a good job. I love it. I love meeting new people all the time. Right. So that's what and the freedom with that, you know. Is it hard to get into that barber world in LA? No. What do you mean barber? I've heard, like, from hanging out with people in the tattoo world, sometimes they'll be talking about barbers, and I'll be like, holy shit, it sounds like these barbers are some straight gangster shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fighting, beefing <laughs> yeah, with each other, There's like, lot, yeah. real drama. And I'm like, holy yeah. fuck, I thought this is the kind of shit that only happened with fucking motorcycle gangs and rappers. Yeah, they get crazy. They got barber Grammys that just happened. Really? Yeah, you know, I'm not invited. You're not. <laughs> no. You're not considered cool in that scene. I'm a clown. They don't like me. They don't like you. You're not like. I mean, they say enough? they do. I'm not too serious. You know, I'm not marketable in the barber world. So I said, ah, fuck it. I'll go with the tattoo world. You know. Really. So I started cutting hair and tattoo uh, conventions. Okay. You know, going to England and going all that stuff out of the country. You know, instead of barber battles and barber all this weird stuff. You know. What are barber battles like? You never been a barber battle? Absolutely not. <laughs> that um, a lot of you know. Um, you know, ego barbers, they get together and they do different categories, like fastest fade, um, uh, um, crazy lineups. Um, they'll do, like, designs, design work, different categories, and you, and you compete against all these other barbers. Okay. Yeah. And was that your plan at any point to be part of that and to see, like, how far you could take being a barber? Nah, I don't, I don't like competing. It just takes away the fun. You know, they're too mm. serious with it. They get all crazy, judgmental. It's like, whatever, dude. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not good at designs, so I'm not going to do it, you know? It's interesting because it sounds like there was just like a lifestyle that you were attracted to more than anything else. Which one? Mm, barbering and clowning. Yeah. I still am. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you start getting your face tattooed? 
Or when just, I, I guess, tattooed in general. Maybe we should start with that. <laughs> and uh, I was 17. I got all this. Okay. All that. Right after high school. I was like, oh, you're tatted. Ah. So I got tatted. Okay. And when did you start doing the face? I was almost 21. So I got like six at once. And six everybody's at like, once. what? What are you doing? You're crazy. You know, yeah. I got like these little, I call them little lucky charms. I got a skull. Uh, I think there's like an anchor. I got the stars. And I got the sideburns tattooed. Old school barber. And there was no plan to go full clown with it? <laughs> these were just face no, tattoos no, at that I time? No, didn't, I didn't think I was going to be a clown. Right. No. I, I thought that was it. Just those tattoos. That's all. Right. I swear. And then when did it start to morph into more like, <laughs> nah, I'm going to go full clown Mighty with morphin' clown. And, uh, yeah. Um, when I went to L.A., I worked at Floyd's on... Uh, Melrose in Poinsettia and across street was a barber or a tattoo shop. So I used to hang out. I used to uh, go across street after work, hang out at the tattoo shop. And then I saw the back was open. So I was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I work in the back of this, you know, the tattoo shop? He's like, oh, no one's ever done that. I don't know. Ask the owner. So I asked the owner. He's like, I don't know about the licensee. We'll check it out. We figured it out it worked. We were the first tattooed um, barber shop in LA, like at that time, you know. So, so what was it like in business in the tattoo shop versus in the barbershop? It was a little scary because the the owner of the um, the owner of the tattoo shop would tattoo like the game and stuff. He did the um, L.A. over the butterfly. Oh wow! So he would tattoo all these like famous people to come in like gangsters and rappers and stuff. And I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do with it? You know? Right. I'm freaking out. Like oh shit, you know? And like, you're just in there like, hey, game, I'll cut your hair. Yeah, but he's like, I'm beef, I'm beef. And he, he was all weird about that. He's like, you ain't cut hair, you whitey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. I'm like, whatever. I mean, not to get too controversial here, but from my experience, black dudes don't seem like they're all that interested in white no. dudes cutting their hair. No, absolutely not. Especially a clown or a guy looking like, you know, like yeah. this. They're like, no, no. Maybe if you're like famous for cutting hair, they would give you a shot. But most of the black dudes I know, it's like, no. Nah. Like Charles Barkley was freaked out when I, when I wanted to shave his head. You cut Charles Barkley's hair? Um, shaved it with a razor. Shaved it with a razor. It was during the, you know, Black Lives or like the, all the stuff yeah. before the riots and, you know, in downtown LA. I was outside of the barbershop. You saw me and I see this head sticking out in the corner. I'm like, what the hell is that? And he looks at me. He goes, hey, old clown, you're not going to kill me. Are you? What are you doing over here? And he comes out and I'm like, oh my God, you're Charles Barkley, huge. And they had the film crew and he goes, hey, what's up with the clown? Can we go to this barbershop and film over here? And they say, yeah. So went in and they filmed their segment about you know black lives and all this stuff like that and then i shaved his head nicest guy he's real nice charles barkley chose to do a segment about the black lives matter protest while getting his head shaved by you didn't get it on film okay after oh so yeah. you shaved it then he did it okay no he filmed first and then he's like oh hey, might as well go shave by the you know clown so we did when i talk about or if i were going to be making a video about like america's Problems with racial injustice. I just feel like it might be kind of distracting if there's a clown <laughs> shaving the, the narrator's I mean, head. This, this is what I, I can't make that up. That's what happened. I don't know. That's legendary. He saw me and he's like, "Just don't kill me." I'm like, "I'm not gonna kill you." We're right. Good. Yeah. So okay, you start tra transitioning into the clown. So like, when you decide to live as a clown, <laughs> does that come before the face tattoos, and then the face tattoos just become part? Like in terms these of are, having the full face. These are good. Uh, good questions. I mean, I feel like the, it's definitely a lifestyle. So I was the what draw me more towards being a clown was the performance wise, mm. like juggling, riding a unicycle while juggling, juggling fire, juggling swords, more like uh, like sideshow work. You know? Oh my goodness! You don't gotta smoke them. I'm not. I'll be. I'll be on the floor. That'll get me through the day. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah. But okay, so that that just sort of entertaining people was was a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 
And it never crossed your mind to be like a comedian. I feel like there's other ways that a lot of people might manifest their desire to like entertain people. But it's interesting that the clown thing just seemed like it was it. For I loved it. I love juggling. I love, you know, I love just clowning and doing that weird fucked up performance, you know. How much uh, juggling work have you put in? I don't know, like years, tons, you know. It's it's hard to get going or like that. Yeah, it was it was hard. Yeah. I can't juggle with this shit. <laughs> I try with the it's kendama. Hard. I try it and I, I with the what? Uh, oh, the, the ball and stick toy you saw me playing. Yeah, with? yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't even know if I got. I mean, you got to start with the balls first, and then yeah, you work your way up. But you juggling know? is like a big part of the kendama thing. Is it really? And uh, yeah, there's one of them. Oh I yeah, guess. yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah, like where they like sort of like toss it back and forth and your hand is switching between the two and you're you're juggling them. And that's like the one part of Kendama that I've just never figured out how to get into. You're and I feel juggle, like bro. it really kind of stopped my progression as a Kendama guy. Really? What if you had like two of them? You doing them? I've seen it done. You should do it. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> That'd be sick though. You're like, yeah, I'm juggling these balls. <laughs> At a certain point though, I'm like, Ugh, I'm 38, hand-eye coordination, probably only getting worse from here. No way. It's only you don't believe that? I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> has your juggling skills uh, waned as you get older? Is you is that affected at all? I think it got better because yeah. I'm working out, so I'm not like tired. I was like I was like really skinny. When I, I noticed that when I met you, yeah. you were really skinny. Really? You remember that? Well, I just noticed like, and especially when I watched this video, I'm like, oh, he's he's getting diesel now. I'm trying, yeah, yeah. When you were skinny, like when when I would have <laughs> seen you, it would have been like 2014. That was how long ago it was. I think. Damn, so, yeah. that was 22. That's great. And uh, I just remember the dude who was cutting my hair there was a fucking bad drinker. And, oh, yeah. And when we were doing this podcast, he showed up at least once and, like, made a bunch of fucking noise. And, like, he came here? Or he came not here, but the spot that we had downtown. Oh, and we, yeah, and we actually had to kind of, like, ask him to leave and stuff because he showed up in the middle of the interviews drunk as fuck. And that was kind of yeah. my experience downtown in general. It's like everybody mm -hmm. I knew who worked at any of the establishments downtown, at some point I would be like, oh, they're a cokehead and a drunk, yeah, and they're fucking was. getting that's gnarly down here. Yeah, that's what it was back then. Right. Not for me anymore. You were living that lifestyle back then? Yeah, of course. Bad? Bad, yeah. Mm -hmm. So now it'd be like eight months sober. Eight months yeah. sober. Well, no drinking, so. Right. Yeah, I still smoke weed. Oh, nice. So, but I'm just not drinking. When you said if you smoke those, you'd be on the floor, that you yeah, just don't yeah. do it in the middle of the day on camera? I just, I no, I can't. I'll just be like, uh, <laughs> I'll be out of it. Right. Can't drive, can't do nothing. Mm. I'm not that good. Not that good yet. No, yeah, I think a lot of people would be better off if they accepted that about themselves. Right. Yeah. I don't want no DUI with smoking weed. <laughs> what is it about the overall aesthetic of being a clown? Like, you know, wearing a sort of cool purple vest with the, the brightly colored buttons and everything. Yeah. Like, how does it make you feel when you're walking around like that? I love it. It's like a present. I'm walking around the street and people are like, what? What? A colorful clown? I'm like, yeah, what up? Right. Yeah. <laughs> how much of it is the reaction you get from people? Oh, it's crazy. Crazy. Like, like what? Um, I don't know. There's so many reactions, man. There's so many. But when you're walking down the street, yeah. For me, when I'm walking down the street and people say shit to me, I'm kind of <laughs> like, I'm, I'm kind of like annoyed. I'm like, damn, Why? I kind of wish I could be anonymous. You're famous, bro. I know. You got to embrace sucks. it. You got to embrace it. You sign up for this. Nah, Come that's on. cool. You got to accept it. You're right. But you like, have to. there's a part of me that's like, god damn, I wish I could just not ever have to deal with this because it's just kind of really. I, I feel like I don't make content to like get recognized on the street i do it just because i have to but you're to a nice guy you're a nice guy you're very nice and that's debatable Rit? oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, li I like the fans and everything but there is a lot of there's a lot of the time where i'm kind of like god damn this is 
this is a job like having to oh, really? be friendly on the street but you you kind of just like the the fact that people are paying I mean, so much attention to you? to me i gotta embrace it if i don't embrace it like then it would be a living hell It'd right be like, oh don't look at me don't and then i'll be like what you're a clown though why don't you want to take pictures well, yeah like you gotta you have to embrace it if i don't want to go out like if i don't feel good i'm not gonna go out because mm. i don't want to like do that to somebody that's really excited to see me or whatever i don't want to like let them down you know but what's it like answering the same 10 fucking questions all day, every day? And I'm assuming most yeah. of the questions I'm asking are pretty yeah. early on on the list of things that people ask you. Does I it mean, get boring? The, or? There's only three that are like, really? Like, I just get annoyed by it. Like, does it hurt? I'm like, fuck, there's needles in your face. Yes, it hurts. Yeah. Um, Everybody always wants to how, say that. It's the yeah, dumbest yeah. question ever. I'm like, really? And they're like, hey, um, does your tongue hurt? I'm like, no, I got it done a long time ago, but it doesn't hurt anymore, you know? So the tongue split. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna so, say let's uh, yeah. stick that out for the people at home. Holy yeah, shit! So. Or the how, implants and all that stuff. I'm how like, bad did the tongue hurt in sucks. particular? You can't talk or speak for a, a week, and you can't eat anything, and then you got to separate. Yeah, like pull it apart. Oh, because it'll try to grow back together. Yeah, so every morning you're like pulling it apart. You go, ah, fuck! You can't. And I was like a massive alcoholic, and I couldn't drink for a week, so I was pissed. Can't smoke, or you can't do anything. Wow. You can't. Eat. So Who did it? A surgeon? My buddy, yeah. Or your buddy? My buddy, yeah. He's gonna, yeah. <laughs> what did he cut it with? His name's Alan Dabbs. He's awesome. Okay. Yeah. He's uh he's like one of the he's the number one like in America of like body modifications. He's really? like really, really good. So yeah. he does shit that makes that look like nothing in comparison. He's so good. He's amazing. Wow. Yeah. How, he but, did my eyebrows and my tongue. But living life with a split tongue, like I love it. Are there? <laughs> I love it <laughs> for what? For what purposes? <laughs> for the girls, man. The girls love it. The Ladies, girls like they it. Love it, yeah. Yeah. So you could like because you know your little thing. Um, yeah. My mind is running wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's interesting. What about like eating? Is eating normal at a certain point? I mean, now it's it's normal, yeah. But the, the beginning it sucked. Right. Like going like like on the top of your the roof of your mouth, like right. putting the you know. The food that way or this way is hard. I was do like, you Damn bite, it. Do you bite your tongue more now? No. Pretty much no. the same. I play with it a lot. Yeah. Not, not figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> not bite your tongue like being quiet. Though? You can't bite your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy though. Wow. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. I, I, I used to hang out with a girl back in the day who I swear might have been one of the, the early people because this is like 2010 or something who had like yeah. a heart inside her hand. Did you like it? Did you touch it? I used to touch it a little bit, but I wasn't really like. That's weird. I didn't really feel that that yeah. strongly about it, one way or another. But it was kind of crazy to me that she had decided to do that. But then you got it actually like in your face, dude. In the face, air, that was bad. That was that was the craziest I've ever done to myself. Like nuts. Really? Like night terrors because I wasn't put under. So you're supposed to be put under. So I had like PTSD. So I wake up like ah, screaming, like freaking out, like they're still working on me. They're supposed to put you under, but you decided not to. Why? No, I, 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 they didn't do it. They just chose not to. I don't know. They did. This was, is this know. buddy of yours who, who there's, did this There's well? two other guys. There's another guy from um, Australia, Jol, Joltron. Okay. So he did the left side, and the right side was Alan Dabbs. So they injected like 20 shots in my forehead. Oh. Like crazy. Like numb my, my whole forehead. And then they're like, all right, we're going to make an incision in a pocket, and we're going to shove it in. Oh, And okay. they just went. They shoved it. Oh, my God. And it's like, like, have you ever got hit by a baseball bat? Like in the head, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, dude. Like it's like that, like getting hit with a baseball bat. Like just you're like whoa, like fucking. I I think I'm dying. Looking back at it, do you wish that you had a? I love it though. It's like clown eyebrows. No, but you wish that you had like what numbed it more. It was numb. Done more to make it not hurt so bad. Um, 
Maybe, yeah, but sorry, just, that's just kind of like part of the process. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, and then they're like, "All right, we're going to bars, let's go drink." I'm like, "Oh shit, dude!" And I remember went to a bar on Hollywood Loaded, and yeah, you used yeah, to go there yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's closed down now. So uh, I went there, and this chick grabbed my my face, and I was like, "Ah, what the fuck!" And they were like huge baseballs on my forehead, huge. And you already crazy. had most of your face tattoos at this point. It was already, yeah, it was already. My face was already completely tattooed. Do girls do that? Do they just grab your face often? I get weird chicks. I have a book called My Crazy Woman. I get the weirdest girls ever. Really? The weirdest chicks. Yeah. Is there almost something about you that if a girl likes you, it almost makes you wonder if she's secretly weird because what else would make her so drawn to you? Exactly. Like right <laughs> right now I'm like, you must be fucking crazy. Like if you want me, like you're nuts. Like right. and they're crazy. Yeah, they're nuts. They're you just nuts. traditionally attract girls who you end up being like, Wow, you have serious mental but issues. But they think like I'm like crazy, like like, yeah, but I'm not. I'm like vanilla. I'm like, let's let's cuddle. Let's do doggy style. I'm not like like fucking. Let's go bondage and beat me up or beat you know. Doggy style ain't vanilla. That's vanilla. That shit freaky. Get there, get there. All right. Yeah. So, have you had long term girlfriends in your life? Nah, it's hard. Really? Because you know social media, they all attack each other. They all like you know. If I post a girl, then all these other ex-girlfriends, they go and they tell them, like, oh, I'm still fucking him. They get possessive with you. Yeah, they don't like to share me. Nobody likes sharing me. You're a slutty guy? I'm a slut, yeah. Right now, for sure. How many sex partners you had? What? What's your body count? I don't know. But I've been doing a lot hundreds, of porn stars right Hundreds. Now. Yeah, probably. I mean, you're yeah. mid-30s, yeah. I'm a fetish, and it kind of sucks. I'm like, damn, I don't want to be a fetish. You feel like a fetish? I want to love, too, dude. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, That's I'll hook up with a chick, and I'm like, that was awesome. And then I'm like, they'll never call me back, like, two weeks, maybe a month. I'm like, what? Really? What the fuck? Maybe you give him bad dick. That's what this chick said the other day. I'm like, dude, am I bad? Fuck. Am I that bad? <laughs> I mean, Shit. I don't want to put that evil on you, but. Maybe I am. I don't know. I've been there. I should just give up. <laughs> the, the worst thing in the world, I was thinking about this the other day, I've been in a relationship for a long time, is when you're yeah. hanging out with a girl, and you fuck her once, and yeah. you, you're thinking in your head, like, Okay, I came pretty fast because it was the first time ever. But I'm gonna fuck her again before the end of this night. Yeah, and that I'm gonna put in work. You gotta put in work. But then by the time you go for the second one, you realize that in her head she's already been like, "This guy fucking sucks. I'm not fucking him Damn, again." Damn, they I'll know hang out and huh? drink with him, but I'm not gonna fuck him again. They know already, huh? I've been there. Damn it. Yeah, like yeah, that wasn't good. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So you think the dick game's pretty good, though? I mean, I think it's probably good, because then they get, like, crazy obsessive. I've mm. had, like, obsessed chicks where, like, I'm like, I can't get them off me, you know? Mm. They freak out. You know? Do people ever want to fight you? Yeah. Like a lot? Nah, not a lot. It just feels like some jocks might be drunk and be like, fucking, let's pick this <laughs> guy, right? No, actually, they don't. They yeah. don't. Nah. Because, I mean, like, if I see something like, 
uh, you know, like some crazy fucking shit is going down, I'll just walk away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not going to stay around. Or I, you, you learn when you get your face tattooed, like when people are going to fight you. So right. if I hear talking and I talk, say anything back, what did you fuck say for? I said, you know? But if you just keep on walking, then they're like, then they can't say shit. You still stay downtown? No, I'm in HP right now. Oh, okay. but I work. All my work is is in LA, so I'm like, why don't I just live back in LA? Why'd you move back to HP? Because uh, the remember the, all the the National Guard and the riots. Yeah, they looted the barbershop downtown. They, dude, they burned Starbucks down the street, and they almost burned our shop. Wow. Yeah, the barbershop you went to. So that fucked shit up. I don't even know if it's still in business. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So I I thought the world was gonna end, so I went back to HB, and then because shit was all right a couple months later. Yeah, nobody wore a mask. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, was right. good. it was good, dude. I was chilling by the beach. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, people forget how crazy that fucking time was. It was nuts, bro. Like, you really weren't sure if anything was like, is everything just over? There's like, kids with like guns and stuff, like walking around. Weren't you scared? You weren't scared a little bit? Oh, yeah. I was scared when I heard that like the mobs of people roaming the streets were like near where my store used to be because my store had only been shut down for a couple months. Damn. And people told me that like during all this, they heard people be like, where's No Jumper? Where's Adam 22 store? Let's no. burn that shit down. They said that? Well, I mean, it's just rumors, but I could assume out of this Fuck. big fucking angry mob, would some attention be directed at the white guy who owns one of the biggest <laughs> hip hop media companies? Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. But to be fair, I got a homie who's a black dude who owns a store right down the street, yeah. and he had people robbing his store and breaking really? into his shit. It's now, not what, like, is, what does it make any sense? Why? He's just trying to work, dude. And, and then he came out, and he tried to say, like, hey, this is a black-owned business. And the guy said, like, famously, because we quoted this on his interview, the, yeah. the guy was just like, I don't give a fuck. No, you interviewed him? <laughs> you said that? No, no, I interviewed the dude who owned the store. Oh, not shit. The, <laughs> not the robber. I'm all, dude, where's the robber at? I would love to tap in with the robber for sure. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> Tell me everything. Interview with a looter. Dude. Right here, no jumper. <laughs> I mean, realistically, I probably know a lot of people who were looting as well. So, really, yeah. Mm. Did you? <laughs> no, nah. I, my, my girl was pregnant. Congratulations. Well, now she has a baby, but yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you. She. Uh, that was kind of the thing because I remember thinking like, "Fuck, let's go!" Like, I'm gonna go to this fucking protest, and then my girl's like, Damn. "You're not going. You have a baby on the way. It's the <laughs> middle of a pandemic." And then I'm yeah. looking at fucking Twitter, and I'm seeing MGK marching out there, and I no, felt like a way. fucking pussy. I'm like, "Damn, I should be out there in the trenches, bro." <laughs> Did you call me, him up? Did you call him? Like, yo. No. Yo. He probably would not want that call. But I was thinking, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm letting all these other white boys fucking get lit without me. Yeah. I should be out there <laughs> showing <laughs> showing how I feel. AKs is chilling. I'm not down with cops killing people either. No, fuck that. No, that's, that's crazy. That. Yeah. Fuck. God damn. I thought that shit was gonna the world was in. Yeah. Up. Felt like that for a little while there. So you're drinking hella water now, huh? I drink like two of these a day. Do you, do you feel like maybe that's uh, not on brand enough for you, that it should be more of like a clown-style water bottle? I thought about that, yeah. Well, I have a flask, like a jumbo flask, and that's clowny. That's clownish. Yeah, it's way clowny. But I should have my face on it, huh? Yeah. Or like some like phrase. Well, but I mean, you just have so much like old-timey aesthetic around you that it just feels like it would like, kind of make this sense. New, what is this? Yeah, you're right. Well, you're, you have a Richie the Barber car. I love it, bro. I love that car. It makes me laugh every time. Right. Yeah, but I, it's fucking funny. <laughs> Were you at all tempted though to have like a classic clown car? Yeah. Well, they tried to. Okay, With I like went to, thirty people in the back. <laughs> dude, I went to the dealership and they tried to sell me a a, a, a little car, a clown car. Mm. Like they had like twenty of these people like the dealership. You know, they're like, oh, we you should buy the clown car. I'm like, I can't fit my stuff in there. I can't fit my merch. I can't fit my unicycles. I got haircutting stuff. 
what the hell? How am I going to do this? And they're like, but you're a clown. You need a clown car. I'm like, fuck. You want me to die in this little smart car? Mm. <laughs> it has a little button, extra one. <laughs> right. No, I have a friend who, like, it's interesting the idea of, like, having, like, a car that's super on brand for you. Because I have a friend who's more of, like, a indie rock, like, old school kind of guy who, like, he wears, like, you know, thrift shop type clothes and if you look at him it's like you might think that he's a he's wearing like an 80 year old man's clothes or some shit because he just has this very like you know he only wears dickies and everything and he used to drive volkswagens and like old ass like volkswagens from the 80s which i thought was like wow like that's that's cool dude that's like super on brand for your image and shit but then they would break down all the fucking time and now he has a prius yeah, that's like, what sucks. I mean, you know, an old car, but you can't fucking go anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. it's going to break down all the time, you know? Yeah. You, and, I mean, shit, the repairs, everything. Fuck, yeah. Do you, do you have an old car? No. Do you like old cars? Mm, I don't even care about cars at all, to be honest. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's cool. never really, like, took root in my brain. Cool. I think it's my dad doesn't care about cars, so I never really picked it up. Do you like any, like, motors, anything? Like, motorcycles, boats? No. Jet skis? No. Airplanes? No, <laughs> I never got into like, it. No, I don't nothing. know. I just never really. Uh, but I, I feel like I could use some more like weird hobbies like that. So that would be cool to get. What into is one your of those. weird hobbies? Yeah, I play poker. That's dope. Mm. You had that face for it, huh? You're just like I mostly play online, so the face doesn't matter as much. Dude, I'm the worst at poker. Really? I get excited. I'm like, poker is on <laughs> brand for you, though. I feel like poker like, is oh on God, brand. Yeah. Like I that's can't. like an old timey thing. It's like something is they it? did like a hundred years ago, and I feel like that's kind of like your whole image. Like you should only do things that existed a hundred years ago. I should. You're right. Even you wearing headphones, a little weird. I'm gonna. That's weird. Well, <laughs> my mom got me the. You know the old phone, like the the first cell phone. Right. It's a case that goes on your iPhone. I had that for a while. It was awesome. But and I don't think you up. should have an iPhone. You should have a rotary phone really? in your like, home. Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be so cool if you just like fully embrace that. Hold on, I gotta make a phone call. You <laughs> would make your life totally untenable. Is that well? My my text message is is the horn. Mm. That's kind of cool, right? Then you can find ways to yeah. make it work. What if it the the rotary just the top part, and then keep the the cell phone in the pocket? Yeah. But I bust this out, you know, the old the old phone thing. That'd be tight. I'd be like, what the fuck? He's really talking. <laughs> Why'd you decide to change your life and uh, stop drinking and get in shape? Because it was going to shit. It was going to hell. It was bad, dude. I was like, fucking spending so much money and. Just it was bad. The health wise, everything was horrible. Mm. I couldn't do anything. I want to. I want to elevate. You know. Mm. So I did it. I was tired of my lifestyle, and I did it. I was. Was that a tough challenge to stop? This time, no, because I let everybody. I let everybody know. Mm. And then I think that the support from all the, you know, my mother flowers and stuff that they they helped me out and everything. And now I don't want to let them down. Mm. You know, like I have all these people come to me like for help and then discussion about you know non-drinking and all this stuff but a lot of times when you want to change your life i feel like you get a lot of resistance from the people in your life because it's almost like an attack on their lifestyle when you're like no i want to change the, not not right now this okay. is pretty it's pretty positive pretty good right. like everybody's really happy for me well and, maybe they all genuinely yeah. believe that you were a bad alcoholic and that you were going yeah, down a bad dude. path i was bad bro mm. i was gonna die like it was so bad because i've known other people too <laughs> where they quit drugs and everybody just gets behind them right away because it's like dude like we want you to get sober because we're sick of dealing with your ass exactly Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wasn't pissing my pants or anything, but fucking, it was bad, dude. It was right. horrible. Damn. You know, throwing shit. Like, I, I don't know. It was bad. Like, it was so bad. You're doing a lot of nose drugs as well? Oh, yeah. Tons of cocaine, tons Feels of whiskey. Feels like it would be so hard to do coke with that much of a mustache and the fucking th- the ring in there. Dude, there's a story that is like like the craziest story about uh, cocaine and shit. Like, I had two of my buddies that are tall, and I like, all right, Richie, you do, you do fucking first line. So I snort the cocaine. 
and it gets stuck. The, the big guy's like, hold on, stay still. And he sees like the Coke on my mustache. And he goes, stay, stay still, clown. And he goes up and he goes, <laughs> and he fucking snorts the whole line of Coke off my mustache. And my other buddy saw that in slow-mo. He's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Wow. It was, I thought it was nuts, yeah. That says a lot about how powerful Coke is, is that someone would be willing to snort a line off your mustache just it was, to get it was higher. Dirty, yeah. It was yeah. Dirty, yeah. yeah. Wow. Legendary. Yeah. Is it harder with the ladies uh, now that you're sober? Because that's one thing. When I look back in my life, like, why did I drink and do drugs? It's like, oh, because girls like to drink and do drugs. And so I was just kind of fitting in. And then, Actually, I, and then I just started doing it on my own. Uh, yeah right I, I, don't, I don't know like right now i'm doing pretty good <laughs> like i don't know why but like probably because like fitness working out i'm getting like the most chicks i've ever had in my life probably because my body and like more confidence uh i don't know but then like i was saying the chicks will just hook up with me and they won't fucking hit me up with two three weeks and i'm like mm. what the fuck is this shit you know sometimes you will meet a woman who's attracted to like sanity and <laughs> right. like a nice Maybe. comfortable life it's, Maybe, it's rare yeah. but you do find it sometimes yeah <laughs> right um, but right. but you know too because there's been times in my life where I was kicking it with a girl back in the drinking part of my life and you're hanging out with them but you're always drinking when you hang out with them and yeah. then I would be like yo it's Tuesday night come over to my crib let's just like chill and watch TV or whatever yeah. and they come through and then after like a half hour they're like fuck I'm gonna Postmates a bottle you know like they, what like, the because you just realized <laughs> that like oh you're not even capable of the just chilling thing. Like you're a drinker. Well, like this is just get what you girls do. Girls and smoke weed. That's like way better, right? Just yeah. a stoner. I'd rather have a stoner girl. Me like too. stoners and chicks are cool. Come on. They're like, yeah, let's watch a movie, cuddle, mm. eat some food. I'm like, I'm down. I love a food. stoner girl who doesn't want to leave the house. Like, yeah, sounds amazing. I mean, if she's hot, yeah, it's great. Right? That was always my favorite is when you would meet a stoner chick and you could just go over, bring your like fifty dollars worth of weed. Yeah, you're smoking and then you hook up and you don't have to do the going out. No. You don't have diarrhea from diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, for me, that was just a very consistent part of it. I yeah, of I drinking, lot, not lot smoking diarrhea. weed. It was bad. Yeah, a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> do you still drink or not? No. Oh, that's good. It's been like four years. Fuck, dude, mm. that's awesome. Yeah. What made? I mean, what made you do it? Oh, uh, just honestly, like. My partying kept amplifying where yeah. it was like, oh, I'm drinking. And then like, okay, I moved to Hollywood. Oh, now we're drinking and doing coke. Oh, and now we're drinking and doing coke and you're a popping hip-hop podcaster. So people are just giving you Percocets and Zans when you go out. Oh. And then it just became like, oh, if I'm going out doing that Friday night, then I'm doing it Saturday and Sunday too. And then all of a sudden it was like, I'm fucking fried during the week trying Damn. to get interviews done and stuff. And at a certain point when you're like hung over for like multiple days, just like, oh yeah, this is. This and we're is getting good. old, bro. It yeah. hurts. Like, it's like a fucking almost a week to retire. I see people my age die from <laughs> partying all the time now. Don't say know? that. I'm not partying. I'm no, yeah. No, but that. I mean, like, I'll, I'll see like a news story about a guy that maybe I don't know him that well, but I've seen him around and like, oh, like that dude, he goes out and he drinks and he does coke and oh, he died because oh, he just did enough. And oh I'm like, fuck, that could have been me. Like, that for sure could be me. That's what it That guy too. wasn't planning on dying. No, no, he wasn't. He was just partying. He was just having a good time the same way I was. But oh. realistically, if I had pushed it a little too hard when I was 28 or whatever, I could have mm -hmm. fucking dropped dead back then, too. And especially with fake drugs now. That's why. There's so many, huh? Yeah. It's so scary. I was saying that to my girl the other day that even if I was out having a good time with my friends and somebody had coke and I really wanted to do it, I still wouldn't do it because I'd be like, fucking, people die from this shit these days. Damn, like, you can't trust anybody. Ugh, Especially like you right now, like, like yeah, let's, let's give you some coke. Let's and kill like, him. Oh my, I was the guy. I was like, <laughs> let's, let's fuck up. Let's kill him. 
That's bad. Know. I interviewed a rapper the other day who told me that him and all his boys took a bunch of pills and all and they were fake and all his boys ended up going to the hospital and he was just chilling. No. And I don't know if he took the right lesson from that. I think the the lesson he took was like, oh, I can just do whatever I want. Holy shit, dude. He's he, trying to kill everybody? He got that superhuman drug tolerance, I guess. I'm gonna stay out of that. Yeah. Fuck those pills, bro. Fuck that. So what about the working out though? How did you approach that? Uh I mean, I wanted to so stop drinking. So I was like, if I work out, work out like extreme at nighttime, mm. I'll be so fucking tired. I'm just gonna go to bed and I won't go to the bars. I'll be fucking sore and exhausted. So I switched that into working out and just eating healthy and just doing that lifestyle. And it's been the most amazing thing ever. Like this year is like the best year of my life. I'm glad we got this interview in at this time as opposed to prior years. Because I, you know, honestly, like even though it can be exciting and sort of titillating to interview somebody who's in the throes of their drug usage, (laughs) it's like I would way rather do a story that seems like it has like a happier. Yeah, ending. of course. Yeah, of like, course. I never want to interview somebody when they're just like fucked up, drunk as fuck. Because then you got to kind of interview them and act like you think it's all good. Yeah. And that to me is like, oh well, then I'm I'm not really caring about you as a person. That's true. That's you know? true. Because if mean, I cared about you, I would be trying to like warn you. But I'm not going to really sit and like warn a grown man most of the time. Yeah, you don't want to do that. It's yeah. a, up to that person, right? It's like an odd interview. Like people, <laughs> people were asking me if I wanted to interview Bam Margera at one point. Oh yeah. And then I go watch like a podcast that he had done like around that time, and he's just like obviously drunk as fuck. He's in a bad place in his life, oh, and I'm like, I don't know if I really want to interview somebody when they're in this really fucked up part of their life. Nah. You could tell, you could so tell, like everything, the sluggishness. I mean, well, obviously, you know, he's drunk. Right? I interviewed Andy Dick back in the day. He was fucking, crazy. and that was kind of sad. He was crazy. Yeah, he's always been crazy. Have you seen him at the clubs and bars over the years? Oh, downtown LA. He yeah. would never remember my name. I'm like, I'm a fucking clown. What the? Andy, what the hell? And he would be touching me. And he like, never tried to fuck you? Oh, he would touch me all the time. Because I would cut <laughs> his hair. But he would never remember me. Really? I'm like, I cut your hair, Andy. But he's like that bad of an he's alcoholic so that he's not he going to remember anything. He has it with him. Like his fucking drink. And he remember downtown LA, Fifth and Spring? Yeah. He was fucking crazy, dude. I remember when we went out one night and I had a homie who was probably like 20 or 21 or whatever from the East Coast and he had come out here to ride BMX or whatever. I didn't go out this night, but he went to the bar with a couple of girls I know, uh, The Lash, I think. The Lash, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes back, he's like, dude, Andy Dick tried to fuck me. <laughs> That's and a story. Though, he dude. was like, clearly not going to do it, but he was so fucking hyped. I like, thought it was the funniest thing in the fucking world that Andy Dick had tried did to it, make a move on him. Did he think about it at all? I don't think so, but who knows what was going on in the back of his <laughs> mind. Like, sh- Shout out Brandon Began. I see you. You might wish that he had gone for it. Oh my God. Get some money for that now. But there's, and, and that's why when like, I've seen news stories over the years of like, oh, Andy Dick is being accused of, of sexually harassing this person at a club. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, certain people don't seem like that should even be a charge against them because, oh my God. I mean, yeah, he's he's been doing this, like, for his whole life. But yeah, I interviewed all him. all fucked up? Oh, you did, yeah. yeah. I yeah. interviewed him, and it was it was sad. He had a bunch of enablers around him, and wow. he was entertaining and funny, but it was more sad, for sure. So what kind of interviews do you like to well, I mean, I just would prefer, I guess, to talk to somebody who's kind of like at a high point in their life or feeling good about their life or in a good state of mind where maybe you can reflect on the shittier part of your life, you know, sure, or yeah. like reflect on everything you've been through and not just be like, yeah, I do perks and I still do perks and I drink lean and it's tight. And it's like, <laughs> for me as an interview, it's kind of like, okay, I feel you, but also 
I don't know if I really want to be putting that. Like, am I going to sit here with that narrative? Like, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, my God. That's cool. just so much. That sounds yeah. like an a OD right there. It, you know? That's happened, Over, yeah. Overdose. And that's why it's hard for me to sit back and not feel a certain way about it. Because you do feel for the some certain people, right? And I You're interviewed like, so many people who died from drugs that it's oh just like, God. at a certain point, it's just like, okay, this is not funny. I can't really laugh no, at this, you know? No, of course not. Mm. That's crazy, man. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what's the future of clowning? Like where, where the do you, future of clowning. Or the future of your Woo! life in general. I want to travel, man. I want to travel around the world and just do shows. And um, definitely, uh, you're saying comedy. I want to do some more comedy stuff. Oh, I want nice. to have my own podcast. Um, I want it all. I want barbershops everywhere. You know, If I'm, you had a podcast, who are the first people you would have on? Fuck, that's a good question. I'd probably try to get Steve-O because me and Steve-O, I cut Steve-O a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, me and Steve-O. Damn, that would yeah. be legendary. I've been trying to tap in with him for years. He's a great guy. Really? That guy's cool, and he helps. He helped me a lot being, uh, you know, non-drinking, sober, and all that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, thirteen years, you know. Yeah. So we, when I cut his hair, he talked to me and mentored me about like, you know, like, yo, look, your life's gonna be way different when you're not drinking. You'll you'll see it. You're gonna get new friends, new people. Like it was it was cool. Right. In fact, I went to his house one time way before Jackass movie, and he's on the phone yelling at Bam. Oh, well, fuck, Bow, back it up. You know, he's like yelling at him and telling him, like, stay clean, stay sober. We're doing this fucking movie, mm. you know? And he's all, hey, there's my barber. And I was like, oh, what's up, Bam? And he looked like, you know, he was doing bad. Face all swollen. It's bad, bro. And they kicked him out. So I don't know. I'm trying to get on his podcast. <laughs> you should. Well, he just had Lil Xan on there. So I was. But he said it nicely, though. He's like, wow, we're trying to get people that are hard to find. You know? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks, Steve. Well, right. <laughs> but maybe you could throw him the bait and be like, look, I started the podcast. I want to have you first. I want to give you that honor. That'd be dope. That might work. That'd be sick. Satisfy somebody's ego a little bit, maybe. Yeah, of course. But he's funny. He's a great guy. Right. You got to get him on the show. I would love to. Yeah. But I mean, when you look at like the, the life trajectory of all the different jackass dudes it's like you know you're listening to steve-o talk about beating all the drug addiction you're listening to johnny knoxville talk about like how good his life is now and how happy he is and yeah, shit well. and then you kind of look at the bam thing and it's like well clearly the key variable here is getting fucked up because all these other guys are pretty much sober and they're fucking living good and then bam yeah. is still going through it i think you think it's gonna change you think it's a I mean, I feel like everybody has the possibility of changing i have friends yeah. who i never thought were gonna <laughs> stop partying and then a doctor tells them hey you keep drinking and die. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I gotta do yeah. it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh shit. Like I've had friends just stop from that. And yeah. when and when I think about it, would I would give up almost anything that I like doing. Like, you know, I eat fucking I eat meat. <laughs> I eat meat. And I don't <laughs> yeah. feel like it's a bad thing. But if a doctor were to tell me, Adam, if you eat another steak, you're gonna drop dead. I would not do it. Well, I guess I'm not eating steak anymore. That's a good choice. Or if they if a doctor told me you can't smoke weed anymore because you're gonna die. Well, I guess I'm eating edibles. <laughs> you said edibles. <laughs> I mean, you sound like Willie Nelson. That's what he's doing now. That's what happened to Travis Barker. What? He, he smokes. Smoked, he smoked 20 blunts a day. He smokes for years and Shit. years and years. But I, I don't think he has for like 10 plus years. But he was smoking 20 blunts a day. He said, no, and man. then he went to the doctor, and the doctor said, "You have pre-cancer of the throat." Shut up, because of blunts. Yeah. Damn, and dude. Just stopped. So is he doing edibles? I don't know. I would assume no. I don't think so. Oh yeah. Willie Nelson eats edibles now? Yeah, because his lungs are shot, dude. He's old. Mm. He's way old. Yeah, he's doing edibles. Edibles are great in general. I love edibles, too. Mm. I actually kind of like edibles more than smoking. I feel like edibles are a dangerous thing for me, though, because if I have them around, I will eat them. <laughs> You're all fucked. And when I don't have them around, I just forget 
that they even exist. Really? Yeah, but then there's been other times where I had bags and bags of them in the crib, and I would just like habitually like come home, dum, 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 eat a couple Snoopy of them, <laughs> and you know, like it was great. But no, you know, it, it slows you down a lot. I like it. Yeah, you're right. You know, I like it because like when I work out, I'm sore. So mm. when I do edibles, I'm like, ah, oh, it feels so much better. Mm. You know, and I don't smell. You know, when you smell like weed, you walk around like, hey, can I have some? Mm. That's, that's annoying. Yeah. But I also like it. Like I walk into the poker room and I sit down, and everybody's just like, well, "You smell, you smell good." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yeah, I do." Smell it up, bitches. Kush is my cologne. That's right, and it smells good. Kush I mean, lab, bro. Gucci Mane said that back in the day, and I never forgot. <laughs> he said it to you. Kush is my cologne, not to me. Oh, uh, have you met Gucci Mane? Yeah, but Has the new Gucci Mane that doesn't smoke weed. He's fucking fit too, bro. He's he's, he's doing fit. good. He's like changed. He's he got a tummy tuck. No, he's been working out. He's been working out, but... He got a tummy tuck? There was a point where Gucci Mane started to be on Instagram with his shirt off like every day. Yeah? And I was kind of like, you know, you were really fat before. And now <laughs> your fucking skin is strapped to your ribs. Like, Dude. I know what I would look like if I lost fucking 30 pounds and I had a fucking ill six pack. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm still going to have like a loose belly nah. from being fat my whole life. I think to a nah. certain extent, bro, bro, he was like lean gut out to here. Damn. I just think at a certain point, he probably said, all right, let's get it. Snip. Get out of here. No. He's bro, been doing some crazy celebrities. Cardio. You know how much money that motherfucker got? He didn't do it. I don't think he did it. Listen, I, think, but, I think he's pumping it, bro. But he's I agree. Getting... I think he got crazy. He got super, super serious about working out. But then I think at a certain point, when you lose all that weight, it's like, yeah. okay, let's invest in a little but cosmetic he's, surgery. He's like doing so good. He's a main. He's on Gucci. They're like the model for it, huh? He's he Gucci. did do that, yeah. He's great, dude. You think you got that in your future? I would love to. How long until the the highbrow fashion houses embrace clowning? <laughs> I don't know. The highbrow what? The fashion houses like Louis Vuitton or Gucci. How long do you think they're gonna stay along? I mean, couldn't you see them putting you in a in an ad in the malls across America? Your friend agrees. Hell yeah, because I wear like diva glasses, like the the Elton John ones, or like a little plaid. You can do a plaid, Gucci plaid stuff. That'd be sick. I would so do it. I could see it. I would do it. You feel like a local legend? No, I'm not there yet. I think you are. No, motherfuckers talking about you. I don't even have have millions of followers. How many followers you? I got like two hundred thousand. Pretty solid. No, for a clown. For a clown? <laughs> this guy. But look at it's a unique way to get a name for yourself. It's all for a clown. I got to go way, way up, man. Right. Yeah, to get actual attention, you know, to get on more stuff, you know. Well, this could be a, a beginning of many things. This for sure, absolutely. If they like me. But like this fucking clown. <laughs> I think they will. Um, when, when I mentioned the insane clown policy before, yeah. are, are they from a totally different world of clowning from your That's perspective? That's a really good question. And you're the first person to ask me that. I, I feel like it's a very different style. Way different style. I don't see you as a hip hop clown. I do a little rap stuff, like parodies, funny stuff of that. Okay. I do, but yeah, they're way, they're like, they're way different. Hardcore yeah. clowns. They're cool. I mean, they're like registered, like from the feds, like a gang, right? Yeah. Like that's, they have hardcore fans, and man. And they've gone to court fighting that hard. Yeah, dude. They've been around since like before, like. They were cassettes, right? They've been around forever. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, I got Damn. into ICP in 97 when they, they got uh, taken off the shelves because they were signed to a label that was a part of Disney. And dude. it comes out and it's like, oh, I, I forget if I asked them if that was fake because I always kind of felt like maybe they did that for attention. You think so? 
Well, because it was all over MTV like crazy. Like, oh, there's this band, Insane Clown Posse. They've been removed from shelves. It was like the <laughs> ultimate marketing plan. You know, like everyone everyone found out did about it. Did you ask him or no? I think I might have, and I think they denied it. Yeah. They denied it? Yeah. But dude, their, their fucking merch and, and everything is like, it's like Kiss almost. Like, it's like they have so much merch. Mm. Their like, merch game is unbelievable. You know. Oh, right? yeah. Their fans, they'll die for them. Those, Those insane festivals that they were doing, the Gathering of the Juggalos. Dude. I don't know how it stands. These I wanted days, to go. I wanted to perform there. That would be lit. That'd be sick. I could get you in there, no problem. Hell yeah. Do you go every year? I've never been, but I would like to go. I'll go. You should you go. go. I'll go. I'm down. Hell yeah. I'll Actually, Steve O did. He did the last one. He, yeah. was there, he did performance. Well, because at one point, they took it huge where they had fucking Slayer playing. What? And they had Exhibit. They had Ice-T. They have all nah, these. Yes. Really? Like, it was a real music festival with all these rappers uh, and big bands and yeah. everything. And I remember hearing that part of it was that most or many of the artists would get booed. And the fans would basically be like, fuck you, boo, because they love ICP so much. No. But they're like, I don't want to hear anybody else. But that's kind of like, you know, they're, they're so white trash and they're so mean that that's kind of like what? part of their aesthetic <laughs> is to be like, no, we don't fuck with anybody besides Are you ICP. Serious? But They're then I, I think they do the on a lower scale now because they okay. told me that they did festivals that just like completely lost fuckloads of money. And really? I think doing the huge festivals might have ended up not being the best idea. I thought it would be good, right? Because they have so many people <coughs> and so many tickets, right? Yeah, but then if you're like, oh, we're going to spend all the money that we're making on getting Slayer to pull up. No, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> and if you could get a similar size crowd without necessarily having to have the huge artists, because I feel right. like the Juggalos just want to hang out and smoke meth and no, they... mosh around a little bit. <laughs> smoke meth. No, but did you ever see the Vice documentaries where they would show all the dudes who were like camped out during? Yeah, the... I know. I've never seen that, but and they'd be getting fucked up in their tents and shit. Damn, that's true. They're hardcore, man. The fans are like. That hardcore fans. What would you do if your fans like that? If my fans did meth, I mean, I no, not meth. Probably, meth, probably but... most, of, most of them probably do, right? <laughs> not meth. I'm saying like, you got some hardcore fans. Yeah. Do you get scared? Mm-hmm. Like really. a little bit. Like like whoa. Chill. Honestly, yeah. not really, because I know a lot of YouTubers who it's like a constant concern that like their fans are going to go to their house. And, no way. You know, their fans are like just doing weird shit, sending them threatening letters, and I, realistically, like yeah, I, I, the fans at home are thinking like, well, Adam, this this and this happened to you, but for the most part, I feel like they're mostly pretty cool because i don't really like sell myself as being anything other than what i am which is kind of like hey i'm doing this content i hope you guys like it now leave a comment and then leave me the fuck alone <laughs> do <laughs> not come to that. my crib i don't think i said anything <laughs> that was like come over oh, but like i went to logan paul's house how was he it was great but I, when i'm getting i think he doesn't live there anymore but when i'm getting out of the car all of a sudden, there's a security guard right in front. And he pops out of his car looking at me like a fucking bulldog. No way. And I'm like, oh. And then I asked Logan Paul. He's like, yeah, I had like like 18 uh, stalkers show up to my house. 18? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then I was like, okay, that's the difference between me having like a million followers and him having like 50 million followers or he's whatever. He's 50, it's, dude. He's got so oh many. He's like the most popular fucking dude on YouTube practically. So it's like, okay. Damn. You attract a different level of weirdo. He's got, a, he's got everybody. So then oh, all goodness. of a sudden I was thankful. I'm like, well, I'm so glad that I had <laughs> a reasonable amount of success because this seems like a lot to handle, dude. But what if it happens? Are you prepared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <I got> <laughs> We're going to blow him down. <laughs> Come to my house, bitches. Fan, zero. Adam, one. No, but that does occur to me sometimes. Like, damn, maybe I should just have security <laughs> in my crib all the time. But it feels weird because it's like, what the fuck are they going to do? Just chill and smoke weed. <laughs> Are they allowed to do that? It's just weed everywhere. If they're getting high, yeah, then they won't. They won't 
fight for you. <laughs> Most like, of the security uh, guards I've had in my life have been getting high as fuck, though. Really? Yeah. So I think they part function? of that was the, they didn't really seem like anything was going to happen. Has, has anything happened? One time I had a security guard at a music festival, and he took ecstasy and drank lean. What the? That's not a security guard. Yeah. There's no way. There's, That's when I realized, like, oh, you're just the homie. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> the homie. <laughs> was he fired? Or what did you do? It's the homie from, like, way back in the day, but I was just like, damn. Yeah. Maybe I should have told him, don't take any ecstasy pills before this started. You can't do anything on that. You're probably just like, yeah. Yeah, but people people take ecstasy to, like, go commit murders and shit. What? Yeah. I never knew anything about this. Yeah. Well, you'll, hear, you'll hear rappers talk about it. Of what like, the fuck? Well, a lot of times it's like a diss of, like, oh, you, you got to take an ecstasy to go fucking shoot somebody. Like, you're a pussy. Oh, I do that. I do that shit sober. Oh. That's a relatively common theme <laughs> in some rap music. Are you serious? I've heard a bunch of people say that. It's crazy. It kind of blew my mind, because every time I take ecstasy, I just want to fuck. That's what I was thinking. Smoke and drink. And it's horny. Just... just <laughs> I'm gonna take it out on you, girl. <laughs> but I guess if I like pop the ecstasy, thinking like, all right, I'm gonna go shoot somebody's house up. That's that's a little weird. I guess that's that's a thing. That's where your head's head's gonna be at. They got they got a dark place, man. It's they not get... a, it's not a good way to live. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're going down. If anything, I think you should steer away from that. I think people just should fuck, just fuck a lot. Yeah, ecstasy. Less killing, more fucking. Just more fucking horny bastards. He said it. Um, okay, so you got all these. Thing. I like the idea though of like you having your own branded barbershop. Yeah, it's just a lot of money. Barbershop tattoo <laughs> shop. One day I'll get all this stuff. That's a dope idea though. I like that. Yeah, man, it's gonna be crazy. You know anybody else who has the similar aesthetic you have going as a clown? Like other people kind of doing it too? For cutting hair? Uh, no, just in general. Like anybody who has the clown paint and. Nah, not a tattoo. Well, actually, there, there is a, a new video of some some guy just got tat, like tatted his face as a clown. Right. I don't know who he is, but wow. so he did it. That's dope, man. Just recently, but. Huh? Well, I feel like we've answered a lot of questions for the people out there who are curious, since cool. I was curious prior to this. You were curious, and now we're here. I had a lot of questions. <laughs> I had a lot of questions. I remember one time I was getting my hair cut, and like, I'm watching you out of the corner of my eye, cutting somebody else's hair right around over, the, around over there, and then you get done, all of a sudden it's time for you to, I, I don't know, I'm like, what, what is he going to do? And you go outside and you just start juggling. Yeah. And I asked my barber, I'm like, so that's what he does between haircuts? <laughs> He just goes out there and juggles. He's like, yeah, he likes it, man. He's just like, you know, like he'll get some more business and shit. People see him out there yeah, juggling. It, wor it does work. I was it does like, work. That makes sense to me. I mean, I got to hustle, man. Are you very strict about people showing up on time? Yes, I am. Where did where, where that come from? <laughs> because like you got so many people like backed up. like if, uh, And then everybody's like, Richie, Richie, come on. Let me come here. I'm like, fuck. I got to like rush. Because your you're haircut. not supposed to be a hard ass, right? With your aesthetic. Well, they expect you to be nice. Friendly. Yeah, I am. I mean, nice. Like, I'm nice. Yeah. But like, it's like, fuck, I can't take you. And then they look at me like, are you clowning? I'm like, I'm not clowning, bro. Sit down. I got to cut your hair. Like I have, cause a fade, you know, what do you get? Like a zero on the sides? I don't even know. You get skin. What do you get? I got a barber that just comes to the crib and yeah. he's been doing the same thing every time. Definitely. Yeah. No, but I have an employee who's actually not here right now. Who's uh, been with us for a long time. And he was like similarly obsessed with you as I was, where he was very, very curious get about you. Here. Yeah. Really? And I, I think he was what like re reminded me of you is he brought you up at one point and he actually said that he got his haircut by you for a little while. But then one time he showed up five minutes late and you were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he was kind of, it's her boyfriend. No! <laughs> She's all, he's a call out. Wow. And he was kind of salty about it, even though yeah. in my head it was like, you probably showed up later than you're saying. I mean, like, it's so hard because you have so many people. Like, you know, downtown is busy, packed, and it's like, 
just don't be late, bro. Please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's been rappers who thought I was an asshole because I fucking said, "Hey, yeah, like, do come come at this time, do the interview," and then it ends up that it's like if you show up 45 minutes late, that's like now my whole either my whole entire schedule is pushed back for the day, or you're just gonna have to come a different day. So they do that to you? It's happened. And does it piss you off? Or you don't want to at say this it? point, not really. I'm just so numb to it that I'm just like, whatever, you know. Because uh, yeah, you've been doing this for. So It'll bum me out if it's like the the interview that I'm like, this is gonna be the fucking biggest <laughs> interview I do this year, and then yeah. they don't show up. They they do that. That's happened. Damn it. Because the bigger the interview is, then the more leverage that they feel like they have to be like, nah, I'm gonna reschedule. Whatever. Do you still get nervous with interviewing certain people? Not really, but sometimes I'll have people on who are. A little bit intimidating just because well they're yoked they're gangster well n the, the people i get nervous for though are usually like the 18 year old rapper who maybe is just not gonna really answer the questions good what? and like sometimes like their music's dope but they don't they're so young and they're like nervous on camera and they don't necessarily know what they want to say and they fucking just freeze up and it's then awkward the, and it becomes like me just talking the whole fucking time because i'm trying to get them to talk and they're just like what they're all lean all the time what that is a big problem sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. They'll show up. They think they're fine. But then in reality, it's like, no, you're fried, bro. <laughs> I, it pissed me off so much to see that shit. Yeah. I'm like, I can't watch this. There's no way. It's awkward. Like, you want to know more about them, right? But Speak then, up. like, the fellow 18-year-old drill rapper kids will watch it and be like, that's badass. He didn't answer any of his questions. No, they do that? <laughs> I've seen that. So yeah. goth or so emo. Yeah, like, oh, that's so cool <laughs> that he didn't answer the questions. He's not doing it. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate you, man. Anything Dude. you want to shout out? Anything you want to say to the world? Uh Yo, what up? Check me out, Richie the Barber, YouTube, Richie the Barber, Instagram, Richie the Barber, TikTok, Richie the Barber, everything. Get a haircut, damn it. Don't be late. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Richie, yeah. my guy, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, appreciate it. No doubt. Yeah. No job, bro. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, all that shit. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all.